All right, brother. We live, man. Shoot. We live, man. Let's go. Uh, first of all, man, I want to thank you for actually taking the time, man. This is a conversation that's hella overdue, man. So yeah, I uh, had you uh, 10 months ago. We chopped it up. You know, we talked about your background and stuff. So yep. I was like, man, I got to get Casey back in because I've been seeing you like low key posts like your 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 moves. Mm -hmm. Right. So this podcast is going to be definitely about digital world, NFT, um, shit, metaverse, all yeah. that crazy jazz. So yeah. let's get into it, bro. How you been? Good, dog. Good. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, seeing you doing without AV, but AV's doing his own thing. Yeah, shout out to AV once again, man. Yeah, you yeah. putting out content all the time. Yeah. That's tight. The studio's looking good. You still got yeah. it up. Yeah, it's, Appreciate it's good that, to be bro. back, bro. All's good. Uh, new year. Um, definitely looking at some NFTs. Yeah. I've been, uh, the newest thing I've kind of been into is, is Vivi. So Vivi's like, uh, it's, they've got uh, licenses with Marvel, Disney, um, DC. Uh, so that's, that's kind of like something that, that I've been into, but just getting the new year going, man. Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 uh, you've been out of, out of the state? I haven't been out of the, the place, States. Huh? Uh, last, so the last, I kept telling myself, last couple of years, uh, my buddy actually sent me uh, from like 2019, even 2020, when it was cheap, Dubai. Uh, I went to Tulum twice, uh, Istanbul in 2019, uh, Medellin, Colombia. So I was like, this year, I really want to double down on my investments, just kind of relax. I feel like I've been doing the traveling thing. And I felt like even just like mentally, let's focus on the gym. Let's mm. and, and I really think we're in a niche we're in a part of the of life where generational wealth is, is switching mm. and wealth is switching and tech's moving in. Yeah. So just, I mean, time. To what so, you're doing. so the travels, like when you say you want to calm down, were you doing travels just to travel or was it business involved? Or what, no business. What, what, it no was, business? it was so, so traveling has been a big thing for me. Because That's just something you love. The Navy. Yeah. yeah. So then, so for me, it was just like spending money. Where I'm ah, like, you know what I'm saying? But, but man, it's, it's a balance like, of life. Right, You exactly. got to save for the future, but then you got to live for the day. You, you was at I mean? this dope place. What was it? I think I seen some boats and like this crazy view. Uh, Could have been Istanbul. Where's uh, that, bro? So Istanbul that sounds like is in Turkey. And it is literally, uh, they, they have a bridge that connects Asia and Europe. It's the only city that connects the two continents. Bro. So it's, uh, it's cool because I looked it up. Populate, I like big cities. Population of NYC. 8.6 million Istanbul like 16.4 double the size of NYC like people on people and then we stayed at an Airbnb super authentic like actually met friends that I still talk to from there on IG what? Zaza and Shamus like it's cool it was it was it's, every time I go somewhere I really just want to embrace myself in the culture and I really feel like Airbnb was a huge advantage to that because we're living in this in this four-story high-rise and we're going up to the roof where we're seeing people every day. You know, a lot of, a lot of those places don't have uh, es uh, escalators, uh, elevators. Elevators. They all have stairs, right? So you're seeing the people climbing down up and every day. And so you're really like living with folks. This American happened to own the Airbnb. He bought it for like 50,000 American. And he's been like traveling and leasing it out as Airbnb. And it's, it's cool because you live with the people. Wow. Yeah. That's so humbling. I feel like that's one of those experiences where you're like, damn, like, I'm out there, you know, I'm just yeah, part of, I'm like, here. I'm blending in, I'm trying yeah, to, you know, like, I'm trying to go to the mosques, I'm trying to, I got a Turkish bath, <laughs> 
weirdest experience. Like, you know, I wasn't sure. So my boy, he's he's from India, right? My boy Varun, he's from India, and he's like, you know, we gotta do this Turkish bash thing. We're in Turkey, and I'm all, I'm for it. I'm like mm. I said, I'm embrace. So, but Turkish bath is like you only go to this spa and they switch it day and night for male and female. So we go in, I kind of get this robe, I get this Turkish tea. Me and my boy Aaron, we go separate, right? I guess it's two at a time. So me and my boy Aaron are like, man, what's in this tea? It's big old beautiful inside, you know? So we have to change, you have to take off all your clothes and you have to put on this robe. So this robe, swim this tea. Finally, they're like, hey, you guys ready? They open up these big old moss doors. They take us to this guy and he walks us in. Is this to take that shower you said? <laughs> this is not a shower, but oh, this, this is like, like a, a, this like is, a is, yeah. So well, you walk in, so I don't know what to expect. I thought it was like a spa, like I don't, you know, it's Turkish bath. This is the term, right? Oh, that's what it called. So, so you, so you walk in, and uh, and and it's all marble inside, right? Like, then there's these big old like stone tubs. And they give you a bedpan. It almost looks like a bedpan. Like, it's a little silver, like, bowl, right? And so you walk in, and the guy, like, brings you in, takes you, take off your robes. They give you, like, this little-ass towel, right? And they lay you flat on the center marble piece while everyone else is kind of going through their, their motions. They got soap. I see my boy Varun in the car. I'm like, what did I get myself into? But I'm like, I can't leave. Like, it's real spiritual in there. Right, it's right. Like that a, would be rude It's like hell. a church. It would be rude, yeah. So I'm laying, laying with my boy, and we're looking, and at, at the top, top of this this uh dome there's like glass and like it's real like spiritual so we're looking up to my boy Aaron like damn bro like do they put something in the tea like this is crazy it's foggy it's all marble finally you know someone picks you up they end up giving you basically a bath like they like purify your skin with this stuff it's another it's a spiritual thing like I went through it probably won't do it again but it was the fact that I was down enough to do that, try the food, go to the mosque. You know what I mean? I mean, just embrace yourself in the culture. Like, yeah. who, what are you going to say? You ever went to Turkey, got a Turkish bath, yeah. ate, ate down, sat and ate some sheesh and some shish kebabs or, or some shawarmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, huh. It was crazy. That is wild, it bro. It was crazy. That to me is like. And I feel like you go, you know, going back to the balance, right? I feel yeah. like I would love to put myself in that position to just travel, bro. Why Even not? if you're spending money, like, that's why you, you know, you work for it. You know what Both. I'm saying? Like, for those experiences, because that's like, that stays there for a lifetime. They're in your memories, and you're like, wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. that's dope, bro. I seen that. Like, I seen the snaps and stuff, like the Instagram stories. I was like, damn, that shit looks dope. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like, you know, like we were talking about, uh, David's podcast yeah. with you and how he's real like appreciative of life and he likes the woods and the wilderness and like that's what it's to each his own and like I love how he emphasizes that it's not money it's just the it's just a ticket that gets you access somewhere. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean as long as you use it for that and and but but again in balance and trying to be a businessman and have cash flow or balance sheet when you're ready to make a move like you got to balance your experiences so this year I'm like Doubling you, down. What, what you got in store for this year? So this year, I still got, you know, the consulting I do with the tribes. So I'm mm. still heavily involved in the gaming industry. Um, you know, I'm really just looking to deploy cash and really get cash heavy, especially in the NFT space. 
when what Gary always talks about is the next, like the, the, the 99 internet crash, right? Mm -hmm. 2000 internet crash where there was it from 95 to 96, like there was, or 95 to 2000, there was a lot of good ideas. There was Amazon, there was Apple, there was all these good concepts along the way. And then in 99, 2000, it crashed. It was like, oh, internet's fad. But as soon as the light turned on where, where it wasn't. So we're, we're seeing that same pattern. That's yeah, what you're saying. with NFT. So I'm trying to find the blue chips, watch the uh. projects, see what Gary's watching. And and some of them have performed well, like World of Women, um, even you've seen Bored Ape. But when that internet crash happens and these all guys take a hit and everyone's like, damn, it was a fad. I'm USD heavy. You're and I could come into these blue chip projects uh -huh. that are long term projects. OK, that's my plan. OK. So you're focusing on 2022 being business business just chill and finding research yourself. and development r and I mean I've got the things I work on and the projects I work on but really R&D and research and getting my hands involved in the NFT crypto side okay um, I'm trying to understand it right I've done a lot of research or I've done I guess mild research right I watched the full send podcast with Gary V yeah still talking about NFTs still going hard on it you know I've watched uh, several um, things I just have this like the ignorant side of me is saying like, bro, this does not make any sense to buy a, a chimpanzee picture for uh, 500,000. Like why? Right. Like I get like, for example, like Gary Vee was saying, like if you own a Gary V, like V friend. V friend, let's say, right. You get access to this, you get access to that. Like you yeah. might, you know, so that makes sense. Right. But just owning that digital image um, of a ape, like, like, yeah. Well, why? You know, yeah. tell me why. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, there's there's a few things, right? Like the art side of it, we'll never get. Like there's guys that threw paint on a canvas and, then, and all of a sudden it was art. Like the art side, it's hard to get, right? The right. sides I do get is, like is, the, is, the, is the accountability, the verified, right? Blockchain. It's you all own verified. It. You own it. So you get, I get that. Okay. Like you can't just go sit like Bow Wow in a PJ and then be riding coach yeah. on Delta. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So that's verification. I like that. The other thing is the smart contract piece. The smart contract piece, and it's it's really unknown because you can uh, you can actually in perpetuity change the contract as more compliance opens up. So say the SEC starts to say, well, with NFTs, you can give business royalties for the businesses you have to the people that invested early, which is one of Gary's like plans. Big, like big, he wants yeah. to give royalties to businesses he creates around VFriends, mm. which would be huge. Compliance isn't there yet. But in perpetuity, he can always change the smart contract when the compliance allows him to do so. So I think that there's is. so much that we haven't discovered. So like, even when I'm looking at NFTs and I'm looking at, okay, do I, what do I, what do I want to invest in? For one, Gary's that hands the down, Gary. Yeah. He got me into it. I was like, what's an NFT. I really just invested in V friends early because I believed in Gary V and I knew that he was going to get a royalty. And I was like, if he's going to get a royalty and he's paired in this with me and he's betting, which he said multiple times before he dropped the project, I'm betting my, my, you know, my social status on this, I'm betting my career on this, you know, everything, everything. Much. So I was that, that's the reason. But as the project developed, mm -hmm. I started to see that he was right about the smart contract. He started adding these extra incentives and added benefits, which took the floor from I think I paid like three Ethereum for mine. And right now it's going for like 26. So it's like but he's and, and, and he's saying 
that he's going to do this for the rest of his life. And, and this is a man that started winelibrary.com. He, he nailed a lot of them. Like, yeah. He nailed like the TikTok. Yeah. Um, what was the other ones? You know, the couple of them where he was hella right. And it's like, jump on TikTok before it blows up, before and like, boom. And, and that's as you watched. I mean, way back in the day, he was telling people to get like, on YouTube and do videos. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. So that is interesting. Because so, going back to like the picture side or the art side of things, yeah, it's yeah. like, I feel like at a certain point, those, like, if that is true, if somebody bought that image for 500000 like, I feel like the price is definitely inflated. I don't know if it's one of those where it's like, I sell it to you for a lower price, but you kind of say that you bought it for this price. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. Kind so, of like, even people, like, if I've seen people say, like, it's more of, like, money laundering, possibly. Yeah, there's Could all be, that right, because there's no regulation sure. on it, you know? So, sure, there, there, it's like, I'm trying to, like, think, like, I'm not trying to be ignorant because I know if I be ignorant with it, I'm going to fall behind. And I don't want to do that because it's like, yeah, when crypto, we talk about 2013, like when they said, oh, Bitcoin. I remember when they said that, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, yeah. like, like yes. and that was probably like $200 a Bitcoin or something like that. Bro, back in the day. So I, it's I, like, ex I explain NFTs and compare it to Bitcoin all the time because this is VV app kind of gave me this yeah. analogy is because Coinbase in 2018, you could buy Bitcoin. It was like $3,000, maybe even less. Right. But you couldn't cash out. So you could buy it and you had to hold your Bitcoin. In this VV app right now, you have to buy these things called gems and you can't cash them out right now. Like there's because Coinbase and what VV is going through is the MLT license. It's the money transfer license and you have to get approved by every country. So usually it takes an average of a company of two and a half years to get this license. Mm. Well, in 2021, fast forward, Bitcoin's worth 40K and everyone can cash out. And there was 1 million user base in 2018 on Coinbase. And now there's like 10 to 15 million user base. Yeah. So I'm like, Vivi, and Vivi's grown. Vivi, I got on Vivi uh, in May of last year. And it was like a 200,000 user base. It's 1.4. So, I mean, that's six, seven months. And, and, and there's 20,000 active users coming to the platform every day. And you can't, it's an app you can't cash out yet. They're releasing first appearances of Spider-Man digitally, Batman, mm. Wonder Woman. I'm like, what happens to these NFTs when you can cash out and there's 10 million people in the, mm. in the platform? That is very interesting because I see now these big brands like Adidas starting to get into the NFT game, like bigger brands in general. Like, yeah, it's like I'm like, I see that. and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm definitely behind. I'm like, like, I need to start getting into it now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's like, first of all, you need to understand it because you, it's like, you, you just can't yeah. go blindly and be like, yeah. I'm going to go to these these websites where they sell NFTs and just buy whatever I think, cause I see it cheap and like, I feel like you have to right. like, you know, do your research and see like, what's the purpose. Yeah. And I think it's cool because I was watched, I was listening to this podcast by full sin and they're about to launch their token. They call it the I meta token that. or something like yeah. that, but they, it's very interesting how yeah. they're thinking about it. Right. They're thinking about like, let's say in the future we launch like a, a, a casino resort or a lounge. Yeah. People that have that can come into this exclusive room and like right. chop it up with us or this and that. I'm like, Whoa, that's kind of, mind-blowing like that's game-changing yeah see another example of the smart contract the reason why board ape blew up is because board ape now turned into like the supreme and this exclusive club that all these celebrities are now purchasing to be in and mm. they're 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 ho i think at uh and nft miami they rented out a yacht and they gave everyone a board ape a sticker and it was had a qr code and if you were a holder you got the sticker and you got to go to the yacht
yacht party. So you start doing that, and then you incorporate the folks that are in the community. DJ Khaled, you know, you got, uh, you know, rappers like Common, Snoop Dogg, uh, Eminem. They're all board ape holders. So, like, that, and, but the the guys are smart because they're using that in perpetuity. Now they're even giving you commercial license license rights Mm. to your actual board ape. So if they, you know, come off the ground and get things going, and now you have the commercial rights, I mean, who knows what you can do with that thing as far as t-shirt lines anything else that shit does feel like that internet when the first internet first came out like it's like this this thing is very revolutionary i think it's just like there's gonna be some next level stuff like for example tory lanes like when he did his like album digitally sold it for a dollar sold in like seven minutes one million like what bro the perfect example of of that is is is, again gary v he uh in September, he uh, wrote a book, launched a book, 12 and a half. Uh, I don't want to get it right, but 12 and a half ingredients to business. And it's, and I, and I listened to the book. It's, it's geared more towards like kindness and his V friend features that it's, it's basically good to be kind in business. You don't have to, it's not that grinder attitude. Anyway, he releases the book. He launches a promotion. He says, if you purchase 12 books, you get one NFT for free. So everyone's seen the success of V friends. He sold 1.2 million books. And now there's 125,000 of these V friend tokens or these book games tokens, what you call them. So now January 10th, fast forward, like three months later, everyone gets airdropped these tokens. Bro, some kids in there, like they got airdropped. He created a series, rarities, frames. You can look at it. He's all the information's on his page. Um, but he create, he, for one, he incentivized the sales of his books. I paid personally, uh, I bought 36 of them, so I got three NFTs. Mm. So you figure the books were 1999. I spent 330 bucks on those books, and I already sold two of the three NFTs, and one of them sold for 4.9K, and then one of them sold 1.1K, and I just rolled them into some cryptos I've been backing. Mm. So I'm like, and I kept one forever. I always like now when I'm collecting things, I try and collect three, so you can have one to hold, one to trade, and maybe one to so sell. So you bought 39 books. So I bought the 36. 36. 36, yeah. So every 12 books, I bought 36. And so not only did you get the value of having the books and I gave some extra Christmas presents, right? Right. But then I got a a value NFT that I then was able to sell for more later because he incentivized the project. So he did things like uh, if you burn 36 of your tokens, because some people bought, you know, 1200 books and they got all these tokens. Well, you actually could exchange. He, he, He has a huge collection of crypto punks and some bored apes. He actually gave those up. Up, up for grabs. So if you burned 36 of your book game tokens, you got to cash it in for a board ape. So he created through the smart contract aspects benefits into why you should even buy this. This guy's ahead, he's, bro. He's ahead. He's and he ahead. got a 5.5% royalty everything, every sell. They said that there's already been 9,000 vo- uh, Ethereum in volume since book games got dropped on January 10th. That's one point, 5.5 of that at Ethereum at 3,000, that's like 1.6 million in, in and property and residual income for Gary. Damn, so depending bro. on how he how wow. he reinvests that in his community will ultimately show the success of his project. And oh, that's okay. why you should that's why you should bet on the the jockey Jerry Gary V calls it like who's backing the project? What have they done before? Like what are their plans? Like everyone everyone has a roadmap, but like that's just like a pitch deck. Right. You hear a thousand pitch decks of companies that fail all the time. 
Like, so I think you really, you really got to do the research into who's backing the project, which that's why I really like this app, VV, is because you got Marvel and Disney behind it. And they're uh. getting 6% royalties on these, on these collectibles. I'm like, wait till they come out and say what they're doing with their 6% to reinvest in the community. What happens then? Damn. You know what I mean? That is, man, that's so mind-blowing to me. Like, just the, the way technology, the blockchain, everything is just moving, like, at a quick pace where if you don't get on it you're done like you're see and i behind. don't think I, see that's why i've been staying away from that i think i started to look at a lot of so i I've, I've been getting into investing as far as the market i got market exposure when i when i sold my company right mm-hmm. it's the first time i actually had capital 2018 to put in the stock market so i've also been like realizing all these markets are the same if you have bad investing habits, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I I, I don't think you're late. You know, when people talk about this NFT game, it's so early. And I think Gary's so right in the fact that there's going to be this, like, it's just a fad, uh, you know, crash, whether it's aligned with the Dow and the S and P crashing or, or whatever, when it happens, there's going to be that crash. So follow those blue chip projects, you know, follow, follow, do your research on the royalties and the capabilities that companies have for these and then be ready to strike. Then don't necessarily just get FOMO and buy in yeah, yeah, to yeah, everything. Yeah. That's, that's popping, that's true. you know, that's, that's, true. No, that's yeah. really more of my strategy. Now. Yeah. My thing is like just learning it early. That's why I think yeah. I'm big on that, you know, but going back to like the Gary V thing, right. You, you, you say you listen to his latest book, right? That's his latest book. And it kind of caught my attention of like, you know, how they say Steve Jobs was an asshole right. in all aspects, right? There's a couple of businessmen that were these assholes, but then you say the Gary V says, you don't have to be, yeah. you can be a nice, you know, so kind of what you took away from that book. To, so you know. I love it. Cause he's so right. It's like, it's like, yeah, you could, it's, it's not to confuse your, uh, your willingness to win. Like, you know, when he says he'll be in a room in a podcast, and he'll say, you know, I want to be uh, any, anything you guys touch any project. I want to always have the more successful project long-term, but doesn't mean that I necessarily, when you're killing it, I can't buy you roses. You know, I can't cheer for you. Um, you know, and I, I see it all the time. People take like, like kindness is weakness and you need to be strong and it's capitalistic mindset. I don't think so. And I think, I think as tech gets better and accountability gets better, just like blockchain, you know, I loved how he said his project is out there now with through the blockchain, you, you know, if something won or lost, mm-hmm. it's all there. The yeah. scoreboard is up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, it's better within publicly traded companies. You know, you talk about inflation and market caps all the time and that it's 10% or it's two ahead of multiples, but you know, Gary really focuses just on kindness kindness can win i mean you can you can you can be competitive but you can have uh, candor you know you can have and then and then he talks about you know patience and a few other things but it, it's something good to read yeah i mean it's it's especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're hungry and you're building businesses yeah you're building businesses because it talks a lot about rep- employees too yeah and, and levels on employees and you know and how you work for them more than they work for you mm. so there's some good points yeah. in there you got some books left? Uh, I'm always trying to get, you know, the next thing that's on my list to read yeah. is uh, Ray Dalio. He did this Principles of Life, and I thought it was really helpful. And it's like a book you can always go back and reference because he literally gives you a guide on how to deal with, like, problems in life, you know, failures. Well, he just did this one about principles of the changing world order. Mm. And it's, it's interesting to me because I just get worried, you know. I mean, we've been... We've been America on top all the time, and I hope we always 
are, you know what right. I mean? But it's just things change, and and he talks about that change in his predictions in that. And Ray Dalio, I mean, he's he's, he's yeah. the man. So man, I, if you one. talk about that, my opinion, I think uh, if there's a, a leading runner to take America's spot, I think it's China. Yeah, no, everyone. There, that's there, nah, no joke. That's so, like yeah. they are kind of ahead of a lot of stuff and. It's they've they've been able to like there's this dam that they even built that they said it would take you know us I don't know how many but it's it's also a give and take I mean these guys are told to work for this you're working for this these are the hours you're working right. for yeah, there's true. no incentives there's right. no freedom there's you we, know we, so we we got the freedom you yeah know, at least, you know yeah that's very interesting so one thing that I'm kind of like still kind of wrapping my head around is like understanding market cap right so okay. last time we talked about it we were talking about bitcoin is a digital gold i think gold had like a what 10 was it 10 billion 10 trillion uh, market cap or something a trillion so a tri- it, had, it had passed a trillion yes yeah, yeah. so, and then bitcoin was at like a trillion so yeah. what what does that like actually mean because i see it all the time and i'm trying to pay attention to it and i see you know investors talk about the market cap like this new coin has this market cap and it's like what does that mean? Like- okay, solid question. Um, so basically, I would look at the market cap as popularity. That's key. That's it's key, huge. Right? It's well, it's it's to huge understand. in investing to understand. Right. Yes, because you know most people confuse. They confuse the share price and they don't understand the market cap. So they're like, "Well, black." I'm just giving examples. BlackBerry, you know, is going for twenty five dollars, and Netflix or, or or Hastings is going for you know five bucks. Why? But the market cap of Hastings is bigger, but the share price is smaller. So just based on how many shares they have outstanding. So market cap, you really need to look at market cap as a sense of like popularity. Like how many people are invested in this project? Is that when what you that look means? at the project? Yeah. When you look at the project Bitcoin, there is now a trillion dollars backing this project right now, Jeez. as of right okay, now, that, or you know what I mean? Sense. And when you look at a new up and coming project and you see that it's only a $200 million market cap, you're like, Hey, for an investing, this is where you take in like, there's only 200 million in this project and all the similar companies to this, to this company are all market caps are $2 billion. You know, are they really going to compete with these guys? And since they are so low and their potential, since these guys are, you know, and then that's when you could look at what, what, what sector of the U S they're operating in and how much market caps available, market shares available for them to take. Mm. So, but yeah, it's huge. Market, okay. market cap Makes is sense. huge. I would that's look at key. it. Bottom line, popularity in the project. Okay. That's the easiest explanation. Cause I tried, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, I need to understand that. Cause I obviously know like the price that's like, you know, but it was like, just kind of like that confusion of like, what does it actually mean when you look at popularity in the yeah, project. Yeah. So that's interesting. So when you look at coinmarketcap.com or anything else, you always see Bitcoin one, Ethereum two, and it has like the top 10 cryptos. And some of them will exchange market cap sizes mm. and pass each other for the. Okay. So like last time we talked about you losing 30K in the stock market. And I kind of wanted to like dig deep into that because I know like back AV wasn't into it. So he was probably going to be like, let's move on to the next shit. But now I can kind of like see like 30,000 in the stock market. Was this like when the whole 2020, the whole COVID it, shit happened or what? When it was, was actually this? a little bit before. I actually lost some money during that too. Yeah. But I got out luckily as it was starting to come down. But So this what, what one, stocks were they? So this one was a, a stock called MDR. And it's funny because there's a few people watching, probably my boy Varun, a couple of people that went in on with me. You know what I mean? Probably a lot smaller than I did. 
But uh, I, I had just got into investing. I had just kind of started to understand technical analysis and some of the fundamentals in technical analysis. Mm. So technical analysis is like support and resistance right, lines. Yes, and then on the, the, yeah. So yeah. I had just kind of started again taking a couple courses. All the courses said don't get in, do paper trading, like this, this, and this. And a company that I had thought was strong and solid, which is a gas, oil and gas company, um, the technical analysis looked good. I thought they had just bad earnings. What and, about fundamental? Uh, so the, I didn't, I didn't get on them on the fundamentals that well. That, oh. That's where I. That's that's a big thing that that's I always tell. It's huge. I think that fluctuates. And I didn't even understand oil and gas. What the fuck was yeah, I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one <laughs> you know? of those. But you're. I just saw. I had some money. I just wanted to get exposure. I had been seeing the folks around me making money. Um, so I just went in. I went in, uh, and the company ended up going bankrupt, falling bankruptcy. And we all lost. So, so how did you take that, bro? Because thirty thousand is a lot. Like, yeah, it was huge. Regardless was like, if, like, if it was like actually money that you were willing to sacrifice, where it was like chump change. At the end of the I day, mean, it's it, still thirty thousand. It's still thirty grand. Yeah, yeah. No, you take your licks and you go. But I, I see it. Just it's it's kind of. I come from a place. I the place I come from. I grew up, you know, at the horse races with my grandfather. I was betting on the horse simulating tracks when yeah. I was 16. Like, I, 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 I'm a huge gambler and huge risk taker, but it, it hurt. I mean, it hurts like anything else, right. but you take your licks and you move on. Yeah, you, you don't know? let and your you emotions. Learn. And you, yeah, and so see, you take a $30,000 hit, and you're like, oh my God, why was no fundamentals, no, like, should I, you take a step that back, That was pretty right? much your fault. In, yeah, in it was way. my fault. Yeah. yeah, and I took that, and I think taking that responsibility allowed for growth. For sure. Mm. There's just a lot of insider trading going on, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like, with that, like, because the fundamental, I think, is very key. Because I feel like I've been in that position where, like, the technical looks good. And then the fundamentals, like, news has to do a lot with it. So how do you stay on top of that? Like, because I feel yeah. like that's a lot, too. You know, you have to look at it and, like, be so, on it. So now, I mean, besides just buying the S&P 500 and having like my safe stuff, I really have kind of got out of the market as far as trying to look for those quick, quick yeah. come ups. I've, I've just been getting more into Ethereum. You know, I started buying. So crypto came along. Mm. Fundamentals in my head came yeah. along. And I started to also see that the stock market, I mean, shoot, I'm like, I'm, try I'm trying to be these hedge funds. Because at that really time, when you threw the 30, like it wasn't that you met you, uh, Put like let's say 15k made 30 and then lost all of it was it just the 30 that you put into it and you lost that 30 100 yeah like, <laughs> yeah. yeah so but it gave me again it gave me the sense like okay stop don't put it learn some you know and keep, yeah, yeah and yeah. again like that technical analysis you know and what i learned and thinking that was all i needed helped me later when I got the fundamentals and started understanding what crypto projects, I got business and I understand what business was. I just really needed to start finding those projects that were solid fundamentally mm. and good business mm. concepts. And then I also started to say, I need to get out of trading. Like I need, like day trading is probably not for me. Like there's probably going to be good trades that all come encounter now because I understand companies that are fundamentally sound, but then the market tanks and I'll take advantage now because my experience is getting better, but I needed to take myself out of, I need to make, try and make five grand this week using my mm. 50. I needed to get out of that, that mentality. Yeah. Because that's, that's, I'm not winning at that. Yeah. That, that was kind of like okay. with, cause last time you came in, we talked about, I was doing the, the foreign exchange stuff. Yeah. And I, I like that. Yeah, I like it, you know, just looking at the charts and stuff, but it is time consuming. You got to be on your toes for that because that's like 
a matter of like any fundamental or you know like shit goes like i remember there was uh, i think biden was about to do an announcement and us 30 was and i had place a i remember this is when i was still doing it i had place a buy I had placed a sell for US 30, but I was getting too like anxious. Like, damn, I'm going to lose my money. I'm going to lose my money. And that's what I was going to go back to is like emotions, letting go of the emotions, because that's the number one rule. Like, don't let your emotions yeah. get to you. Make the decisions. And like, if you make a loss, don't like keep like, oh, shit, I lost. I lost. Mm-hmm. Like, move on. You know, but it's also hard because it's your hard on money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like that balance. It's about- so I remember I was on a sell and. This was like probably a good five minutes. Biden has said something and I have got out of that sale and I just probably made like about $100 in profits, right? Nice. Which was still good. Yeah, but hey, but when green. I seen it do like, it went for a buy and then a sell, I would have made like two racks in like no time. Cause it, it went like hella, yeah. like I've never seen something like that. The market just dipped like wow. crazy. And I was in US 30 and I was like, damn, that is crazy. How the, yeah. you know, I think yeah. fundamentals just like, just as important, like yeah, you're you gotta right. be, be on it. But that that is yeah, that's crazy, bro. Like another one that you also said in the previous podcast, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is like you said um, that you also gained 40k from yeah. So uh, was it the vaccine stock or something? OCGN. Like? OCGN. Yeah, that was my next. Wow. That, yeah. So see again, betting. I was a little more fundamental because I understood what the virus. I started. I kept obviously we're at home. COVID. We're all. So think, how much did you put in? Like I put in like seven grand. Seven grand. Seven grand when it was at eighty eight cents. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It gave you a forty. It gave K. me a forty, and I probably could have made like seventy five. But I traded in and out through the, because <laughs> you know it'll shoot no, up. It yeah. shot up to four bucks, and then it went down to two dollars. Was $2. that a time that would like lock down? You don't know what the hell to expect. Yeah, type. yeah. And what was great about that is I took some friends That's with a me risk, again. Bro. Like that was like that's a risk. Shit. But but I understood. I, I I you know what I understood about that was is that they uh, you know the company at the time was just a shell. India had already made the vaccine. The only way they can get it through our uh, through our compliance is running it through a shell company. Mm. So. It was a company that was never going to generate its stock price was sound where it was at Mm -hmm. generating no revenue because all they were doing was searching for a fixture to cure blindness. But they had a relationship with this hospital in India. So, I, you know, I really was watching. They were on my watch list. Then I seen these articles come out about breaking news that India is going to use OCGN as their shell company to get the virus through the FDA. So I saw that and I'm like, look, I got to get in. Yeah, I saw Pfizer before that, Moderna before that, didn't get any of that. But saw them go up I'm like COVID's the next big thing to invest in, which is, you know, horrible. But and it paid off, yeah. Yeah. So, so with, with that seven grand, was it something that you said like, if I end up yeah. losing it, I'm cool with it? I'm always like that. Okay, yeah. that's yeah, that's a be. good. That's and then you, ha- it's like Kevin O'Leary says, like, no more than twenty percent in a project, no more than five percent in every stock. You know, you can you can make your own bets, but as you use that to a guideline, you're diversified. And you're never gonna get really taken out of the game because okay. I'm a firm believer in long game. Yeah, and right. even though I do like to make quick money sometimes. I think that you have to still play long game. And if I ever take the big bet to where it takes me out of the game, then I lost. Okay. I don't want to risk that. Yeah. So where is like your portfolio at right now as far as like stock, crypto, 
NFT? Like if you had to divide that by percentage or it's heavy crypto, um, NFT, and then stock is the so last. It's, it's yeah. And only because my investments just really blew up. I mean, my, my V friend and where it's at the Ethereum, I started buying at 1600, yeah. you know, and I, I'm, I'm hoping it dips again. Cause I've just now, that's like I said, discount. I've been stacking that's discount. discount. That's discount. like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how I see it too. Yeah. So it's okay. just, and it's time and market. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so really, uh, and then for me, Warren Buffett gave this advice, and he's probably right. I mean, when he dies, his Berkshire Hathaways, if he dies before his wife, he has it in his will that his whole equity of Berkshire Hathaway converts to a stock purchase, and it immediately purchases the S&P 500 the day he dies, and it's just going to keep it in that fund for her to live off of. Because Damn. he, you know, and he, and it's it's been proven. The S&P 500 has been know, always up. It's always, always outperformed hedge funds. There's not many hedge funds that have ever helped performed you know the S&P so for me it's just like trying to get in these risky technology investments and then funnel it back into America because that's what you're betting on mm -hmm. I mean the only way the S&P fails is if America fails right and I, yes we might go through a little market correction where that where we correct 30 40 percent which is huge it's almost uh -huh. like a recession uh -huh. but that's a discount again that's you know? what it is that is interesting so Crypto right now is like your big, your big guy. That's my 10X plays. What what app do you use right now? So my newest 10X play or like 100X play is VV. It's like, I think it started in August. So I got NFTs in May with Gary's project, right? And, uh, and so through Gary's project, obviously I seen that it went, you know, literally like three months after auction, I could have sold it at like 16, 17 ETH and just took the profit right away. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm a believer in him. So I'm just holding it forever, but he got me into researching it more. Cause again, I, I, I migrated solely from the stock market. I started looking at cryptos already had bought Ethereum, already messed around with it, but never like bought an NFT. So then when he said, create the MetaMask, I was like, well now I have ETH and I have a MetaMask. Should I buy other projects? And mm -hmm. I almost bought Board Ape, bro. It was 20 grand, but it was going to clear out like most of my ETH. And I was like, I don't know. Where's it at right now? Board, board Ape, the cheapest one is like 300 grand. Yeah. What the? <laughs> yeah. And Gary was talking about it in our Discord. And this guy, Jimmy ETH, that created Avastars, who was, Gary created this program where we get, uh, if, you, if you're an upcoming artist, you could launch 555 out of your collection. And he airdrops it for free to V1 holders. And then through that, you can start hopefully generating revenue or whatever. But we just get one for free for being a V friend holder. So, th but this guy is talking about Bored Ape. He bought like four of them. He bought one, Jimmy bought a gold one and he sold it for like 3.4 million he made articles he's in our discord and i'm like man, I have met, i'll meet this guy at vcon because that's a conference that's coming up in may for v friend holders but i never met him in person but yeah i, I, I could have got in like at 20 grand i did damn bro that is wild bro that's just mind-blowing like yeah. the whole space the whole space is crazy but mm -hmm. but then so since then i've kept my eth haven't sold it or haven't really bought anything. And I discovered Vivi, which right now is just an app. So it's Vivi collectibles. Yeah. It's gems only. You can use your Apple, you can use your card, your credit card. You can only purchase up to 600 gems at a time. So 600 bucks. And, uh, and, but they, they locked down these licenses. So I did some research in 2016. They were out knocking on Disney's door, yeah. Marvel's door. And it reminded me of Netflix going back to a lot of these old IP brands, like family, full house and yeah. family matters. And they told him, hey, we're going to give you an extra uh, in income because we got the streaming service that no one knows about. And we're just going to give you a percentage of people watch. And they're like, well, OK, take all our IP brands. And they sold. Well, now there's 
10 different streaming services, Disney, Paramount. And so now people are more competitive or they're more secure with their IP. They're like, I don't know. Do I want to go Paramount? Do I want to go? Who's going to give me the better deal? Well, Vivi came out in 2016. They had a really good guy, a part of the team, part of the founding team. And he recruited Disney, Marvel, because really all the action is on OpenSea. If you look at the numbers, there was a 1.4 billion in the first 12 days in revenue and volume at an OpenSea, like people buying NFTs, 1.4 billion. So, but Vivi, Vivi didn't go that route they went with this vv collectibles they're they're going to their mlt license that i talked about it usually takes companies two and a half years and at the end of q1 they're going to migrate it to where you can purchase the collectibles with an omi token mm. and that you can convert to ethereum so at least you'll be able to cash out at that point oh. for eth well my whole thing is you're on this app first of all when i tell people 50 percent of them you can't cash out like i don't want to get in yet i'll wait i'll stay on the sideline but since i've since i've started on the sidelines myself and was watching i saw how it went from 200,000 user base then to 300,000 user base and through that i saw that like each one of those users probably bought a captain america a spider and the prices started to go up and so prices were going up and users on the base were going up and i'm like leaving nfts now i've seen what gary's done with the 10 percent royalties in his project what's marvel and disney going to do with their six percent and why would they not want this collectible to sell for millions of dollars in the future if they're getting six percent so i'm like bro and this you're never gonna get i started to look at what what collectors look at yeah and bro it goes down to like the first mint number so even in comic books like comic book number one out of the thirty thousand that they released to the stands like that matters um uh, at first appearance of that character matters and if it has an fa next to that mint so i started to see what collectors were looking for and what was what was grabbing attention for the first million people to the app and so, um, yeah, I, I got in and I think I put like three, four grand. I met this guy from high school, he had bought a secret rare Spider-Man. I, I, I ran into him, sorry, on Facebook. And the Spider-Mans at that time were going for 23,000. Now you can't get one for less than 100,000. Logan Paul had his for sale for like 72 the other day and it was on his podcast. But this guy gets in, so I see him, I'm like, bro, so sick. We're chatting on Facebook, I haven't talked to him in years. I'm like, I'm trying to get in more, but it sucks that you have to pay like 600 gems at a time. And it's like, it's, I can't buy bulk. There's a fee. Well, he's like, hey, bro, there's a lot of people that I know that got in early like me when the app launched in January. And they have a lot of these, you know, a lot of gems built up for collectibles that are now worth, but they can't cash out. Right before Christmas, I made a deal with a guy. He, uh, he bought this little thing that I bought for like 13 bucks for 6,000 gems and I PayPal'd him 3,200 bucks so i was like hey 3200 bucks i get six thousand gems i'm betting on this app so i went shopping right bought a bunch of stuff bought a mickey hat bought this elsa well like i seen in like two so months is all this digital all is digital okay. all digital collectibles by go by uh, disney by marvel yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so and, and you could check out that vv collectibles and then you could see based on each licensing brand the collectibles they have right so i i did that and i and i believe in mickey so i bought the mickey hat i like elsa i think people like elsa i bought the elsa knew it was disney well within the first couple of weeks i think i went from six thousand gems to like twelve thousand four hundred the floors had gone up and then i was like 
like recently I I, uh, I looked at the Captain Captain America. It was right at Christmas, and it's the first appearance of Captain America, but the app messed up. So if you look at all the other first appearances, it's the actual like Spider Man, the actual Captain America. While they had the FA on the actual one, they come back and the Mighty Marvels was released first. So there's this little Captain America Mighty mm -hmm. Marvel. Uh, at the time, it was you going, said the app is called what? VV Collectibles. This so little, VV like a VE 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 collectibles. You got me curious now, bro. Bro, I started buying these little Captain Americas That's that day. Wild. I switched it up. I took all my gems, cashed out of everything I was, and I bought Captain Americas under forty bucks. Like it was forty bucks, yeah. forty eight. So right now the floor for Captain Americas is sitting at like two twenty. Uh, so you could buy it for two twenty, um, and I, I got one hundred and fifty three of them. So, I mean, I've now every morning I check it and like there's a little VV collectibles app that kind of checks your like your balance. And from the 6,000 gems since I think I did that move right after Thanksgiving. So December 1st, I mean, I think I'm valued at like 34,000 gems. Damn. And I really think there's only 28,000 these first appearances. Yeah. I think when it hits a mutable X, so a mutable X is like we're open C and everyone's going because there's no gas fees. It's all carbon uh, trading. So like Gary V did his book games on there because he airdropped us all these tokens. Tokens, 125. He couldn't pay the fees for all that on OpenSea. So Immutable X is sweet. I really think I see all these other projects going for one Ethereum, you know, 0.5 Ethereum. I think I, I think the Captain America will be going for an Ethereum soon. Yeah. When it hits that market. Yeah. I mean, everyone's gonna it's and it's all up to Disney. What's Marvel when Marvel says, hey, you get access to this at Comic-Con, or you get special this if you have a first appearance, That's like boom, through the moon. Yeah. And I've been buying these things since they were 40 bucks. And wow. I'll have 153 of them when they're all worth an Ethereum. I'm gonna look means. into it. Damn, yeah. that is wild. Yeah. So I'm, it's it's pretty cool. It's I'm, pretty cool. I'm like a little overwhelmed of like the information. And it's like, damn, bro, like. Like, where does one start, right? You know, I think you start with understanding, for sure, the research. You got to do your own. Yeah. But I, I, what you look at it is you look at, you know, the, the, they get a royalty and they're paired in the project with you. Mm. And why would Marvel want you to buy something that it makes you never, feel like you're engaged? You're with, you're like, with them. Yeah, you're partnered. Yeah. You're partnered in a collectible that's, or a that's, project. That's mind-blowing, bro. Yeah. So w when people come up to you and say, like, what do you do for a living? What do you tell them? Casino industry. I work he, with tribes. Yeah. yeah. Like I have a call with Gary Vee. You wouldn't tell, tell yourself like I'm an investor too? Yeah. So I tell people yourself? my aspirations when they're interested. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when, when people are interested, I obviously I talk like, you know, where you do you can, see yourself? Yeah. What do you want to, you know, an, an, an investor is definitely wh what I want to be. You know, I've been, I, I, I've started the business, a business from the ground up and I've been an operator and put in charge where I'm in a CEO position and I'm managing folks. I mean, the business never grew over like, you know, 13 employees, 14 employees, mm. but still I, I kind of discovered quickly that being an operator and a CEO is tough, man. Yeah. I don't know if like, and it's a lot. And I mean, not to say that I wasn't ready for the task and if it's my idea that I'm betting on, I'm usually all, I'm all for it. But like, you know, I really started to look at how do I get myself in a position? And then I got a little bit of capital through that first sale where I can be an investor, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so really looking at some of these, you know, tech investments like these, hopefully that gives me the capital to then say, if there's ever a 10% concept, you know, a little restaurant in Albuquerque that I can help somebody out at their family benefits. And then I get just even a little bit of mailbox money. You know what I mean? But I put them on yeah. and those add up. I mean, mm, you do a few of those yeah. and, and then it's helping folks. It's, you know, cause it's really not about the money for me, but it's about the financial freedom, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, and I think, uh, it's an obvious question to me, but you're, are you in the 1%? 
Well, uh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm there with investments. So one percent is four hundred thousand. I know. I make. Yeah, or, I mean, yeah. So you, yeah, okay. say that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I do all right. And you're you're definitely trying to. Yeah. What's your goal as far well, as like? Because nothing's ever forever, right? I'm uh-huh. consulting right now. Consulting for a great organization. They do great for the state, but like variables change people sell companies people then look at so i always just try and you know i i sold the company i got back into the industry through this great consulting thing and i and i'm and i'm active in other ways you know there's a there's a a friend of mine that uh he's been in the used game market for years and i was at a conference in vegas last year in the in the gaming side comes up to me and he's like bro i've been needing to talk to you like got this idea well he, him and a partner created the e-commerce of slot machines. So you can't just go sell slot machines on eBay, right? right? People need to be compliant to buy them. You need to have licenses you need to be approved by the government. Yeah. Well, he's now created a digital marketplace where, you know, when I used to buy game, I bought with my old company, we bought games from Wynn and Caesars directly. And they would give us a spreadsheet, whether it was accurate or not. They would say a thousand for this one, 3000 for this one, you know, and, and, and it was a broker, broker business. Well, so this digital marketplace, fast forward, I'm consulting for, you know the number three number four buyer of slot machines in the nation so they have a whole used inventory so now i've connected a to b and i'm working on that deal and hopefully that comes to fruition so you know i'm still active in the space i I, i'm also when i looked at this v friends investment i looked at it as a perspective of of if nfts and gary's right and nfts are involved in everyday business well one how do i get closer to him he gave these access tokens so you know he's not giving no utility in the next series so i think even past these three FaceTimes I have with him, I think I'll get access with him forever. God, damn, and you for getting me, a FaceTime call with him? So I get it on February 17th. I have a FaceTime with Gary. Uh, so that'll be kind of cool, damn, you know? Because you, you bought a. Because I bought the FaceTime token. Yeah, which is now how mine. Much, how much is it? So I bought mine for 10 grand. And now it's the, the, you, it's the cheapest one for sale is 26.3 26. Ethereum. So yeah. he has theirs for sale. So, and there's been a few people buying in. Like this dude just bought in from, he's a tech guy in San Francisco. We're Jeez, on our own private Discord group. That's dope. Yeah, it's cool. Ah. So, I, so I'm going to meet these people. I'm going to tell Gary, like, I have relationships with tribes. I work in this marketplace. How are oh, NFTs going to affect that? And how can I, I mean, I've already been so thinking, you ready, you ready. I'm ready, I want to be in the space, I want to have capital ready, and just see what opportunities come within that, because opportunities are abundant, yeah. and if this technology really is a disruptive, then I want to be involved, I want to be at the conferences, I want to be meeting people. Yeah, so, yeah. so you, you say here in five years, you're going to be seven figures? Kind of, I have no measurement, bro. You don't, to be honest, I have no measure. I have a long term goal. Um, it doesn't have necessarily a money, a money uh, tag on it, but I want to go back to Albuquerque and I want to, you know, obviously I want financial, I want to work for myself. I want to be able to be in a position to where I put other businesses on and create economic development, you know, growth. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I want, you know, I know it's a long game, you know, I know, you know, Gary V started VaynerMedia at 34, you know, after he had worked his whole life for Wine Library. Some of my mentors, you know, started the company I'm consulting for, which is a billion dollar company. He started it at 40, you know, so it's, it's really, I think right now I'm in, I'm enjoying life too, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to stack my chips because 40 is fucking young as fuck. You, know you got to look mean? at it. Yeah, it's you true. Know? It's true. It's, yeah. So, you and I mean, it's like. Ah, uh, you're old. Like once you hit thirty, you're old. Yeah. Like nah. Like, so I'm like, I got a decade to stack. You know what yeah, I mean? You're like, barely getting started and stuff. That that's interesting, bro. I'm trying to definitely get into it, but it's like for me, like it's hard as fuck because obviously, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. I got the podcast. I don't make that like crazy investment. I just put a little bit, you know, here a little bit on, you know, I'm big on the crypto space and then trying to learn the Ethereum. But 
uh, the Ethereum or the NFTs, but I want to get to the point where I have at least that capital, that play with money kind of yeah. like where if like I got two racks, three racks, yep. boom, I can put it somewhere, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm trying to get because I like the investment side of things. I like studying like just finance and like seeing where the economy is going, the dollar, where, where does it stand right now, inflation, yeah. all that crazy. Because I feel like you have to keep it, keep up with it, you know? Yeah. So... As I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, so I've been doing this to a few of my friends. I'm definitely going to do it with you, but I'm going to give you one of my collectibles. I'll give you one of my Captain Americas and gets you going. So you, so you start to watch it. Cause VV right now for the small pocket guy, like if I, that's, that's where you're going to get some 10 X gains. I mean, some of these collectibles, like I said, but guys are buying them at 40 bucks and they're worth five grand now, you know, what's that return on investment? Like 2000%, 3000%. So, and some of these are worth, you know, uh, uh, right now they're still going for a couple hundred bucks. So instead of the J's buy the one yeah. little Captain America first appearance and see what it's worth in 2030. I appreciate know? that, bro. For real. Cause yeah. I think that's a, a big one. Get you going. You talked about previously that your network is big like how does that like because i feel like is it like definitely meeting, meeting the right people right putting yourself out that network to meet the right people right because uh, i did i went on a trip in uh, florida and i met an actual six-figure trader like he does the day trading stuff and i was like this is the opportunity i need yes. and i went there and like Tight. just chopped it up with him and we got some future stuff working on too so like my thing is like i just want to be free that's what it really comes down to right it's just that freedom like that financial freedom to be able to put your people on too yes. you know what i'm saying and build a team empire you know so that's that's what i definitely want to do so it's like i'm excited for that and i genuinely believe that that's it's that like the people yeah. you meet you know one thing i'm big is and you also mentioned it too is having a mentor and that's like big Huge. right because it's Huge. like kind of avoids you making those mistakes you're gonna make them but you're it kind of minimize them. them yeah kinda, you know yeah and it's that it's it's the energy it's the it's the wisdom usually that the because usually your mentor or who you consider a mentor is someone you aspire to be so if that's big and you end up getting lucky to find that person that's got there they got a fucking whole basket full of knowledge, you know, and that's oh, yeah. the key, the knowledge, you know, yeah. it really is the key. Cause that for me, my mentor, when I got into the casino industry, he really emphasized long game to me. I mean, I didn't have no one emphasize long game to me like him. He, he, he made me realize, you know, customer service and the relationship aspect and, you know, all businesses really, you know, they say oil and gas is a good old boy industry, you know, and, 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 and gaming native American gaming definitely is, and it is very relationship based, but there's so many people that take the quick bag, whether it's like, Hey, I'm going to outbid and you're going to overpay for this service. I know you're going to, you're going to say yes. Cause you're ignorant to how much the service costs by anybody else. But eventually when those people find out you're just done, you know? So I've played the long game with relationship. Yeah, exactly. Relationship That's is key. huge. That's key, man. bro. Like I feel like with this NFT crypto thing where it's like pump and dump kind of yeah. thing, like you have to look at it long-term long bro. Term. Like this thing is like, you want to be like reputable. Like you want to like people, like it's it's your 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 reputation that's on the line. Like you want to build that longevity. Like you know, Gary Vee, I feel like he can last the next thirty years and still kill it with all this information, all this like. Yeah. So it's like that's I think is is big, bro. I yeah. Think that, that that's yeah. that's key. And you usually see it with creators. Like, are they giving value to the people in their project, or are they cash grab? Yeah. You know? And those those are something you just have to fish on your own. And sometimes you get fooled, but you know that gives you the experience. That's my mission, bro. Is just to get that like surround myself with people that are like actually doing it big and like just 
Or at least taking swings. Taking swings, yeah, yeah. taking chances and shit. That's yeah. why I was like, bro, I got to get Casey I don't want to be on the bench with everybody. Like, I want to yeah. be swinging. Like, bro, like, I, I, I want to be the dumbest one in the room you so I can bone, keep learning. Bro, I keep can keep learning. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think one thing that people do respect is, like, that consistency, right? You talk about Russ. I don't know if you fuck with Russ. Ten years Huge. in the game, right? Manifest. His right. Stuff, his, his songs. I love his stuff. Yeah, he's hard. He's yeah. one of my favorite artists. Yeah. I would love to interview him one one day, you That'd know, so be, I speak yeah. that into uh, existence. Go. Um, you know, Drake, you got one. Drake been consistent killing hit after hit. You know, you respect that. You know, LeBron, sure. consistent. You're... 17, 18, 19, 19, something. Killing yeah. it. So, like, my thing with this is, like, if I'm good at this, interviewing people and stuff, I want people to respect me at least. Like, damn, you had the podcast. He's still putting shit out there. Like, he's doing it for the love of it. And it's like, yeah. he's still doing it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you like, damn, bro, you still like, yeah. that's dope. What you guys got going on, this and that. So, like, that to me is like, hell yeah. Like, I want people at least to find something. Like, they respect me because I'm consistent with it. I kept doing it no matter what. The views, the, you know, so that's, that's, gonna, that's yeah, that that's to tight. me is like big, you know. It's going to take you somewhere. That's yes, tight. Yes, bro. I'm big, yeah. bro. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like, because my thing, bro, is like, my family, they're, you know, the last name Ortiz, there's nothing big. Like, there's nobody big. Big Poppy Ortiz? No, I'm saying, like, in the family, <laughs> no. I'm saying, you know, the family, like, there hasn't been anybody that, like, made it big. So, I'm, like, trying to be that, like, wow, like, I'm going to put everybody yeah. on type, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where I want to be, like, that big difference maker, you know, like, yeah. that generational wealth kind of, like, you yeah. know. Guys, so I'm 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 hella motivated for this year, bro. This year was it's one of those where it's like I want to create that second source of income, and uh, I got my small little portfolio on like yeah, no. you know crypto and stuff, and it's like I keep putting it in there, and it's like leave it there, you know. Yeah, and let's then go. I want to definitely in the stock market when it comes to that is like invest in like these big companies like Apple. I feel like Apple is gonna keep innovating. I heard you know they they're coming out with augmented reality, which I think is kind of like that. Kind of like, I guess, uh, complimentary with the metaverse. Yeah. Are we actually going to get, what do you think about the metaverse? So basically, like, there's already a, a, a way now. And so Vivi's working with Apple. So they just announced they're working with Apple. Reason why, I think, because everyone in Apple started to see, you know, I looked at my bank statement and it says $4.99 Apple charge, $2.99 Apple charge, three. Like, what the hell is it? It's all going to Vivi because people are buying gems through Apple. Oh. So well, now they're working with each other. They're launching those glasses, right? Well, these VV collectibles within the app, you can actually, like, I can place the collectible in the middle of the room and then and you view see it. it. You can see but it. But now with, now with these glasses, you may walk into my house and you see And it. with the glasses, you can see all my collectibles. That is. <laughs> and I already have them placed strategically in the house. So when you walk in, you see my collectibles. But if you're in real life, you ain't going to see them. To be honest, if I'm uh, looking at it. I think that's going to be a little bit more successful than the Facebook metaverse just because those big ass like Oculus that you have to wear because it's cool. The concept is cool. First of all, the graphics are kind of trash, but having to wear that all the time. Now, if it's glasses, people can wear glasses. There's different use cases, though. I think I think there's going to be more augmented use cases with the glasses that make things more efficient and time and easier for the consumer. Ties into your everyday life. Yeah. Yes. The metaverse and Oculus. That's more of like I'm here to game. I'm at home here to do this. Yeah. Look for virtual real estate. I'm here to explore another world. What do you think about that? Like virtual real estate? Because that to me is interesting. Like buying digital land like. Do so, you see, like, so why I like it is because you look at you, you break it down into web point one, web point two, and web point three, right? That's web point web, three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, web point one, you know, that comes out and that's just text. 
And now Web.2 comes out and you got companies. And the only thing you can buy in Web.2 is your domain. Like say you lock down www.staples.com yeah, and yeah, they got to buy it from you. But everything else in Web.2 is owned by corporations. It's all owned by giant. Like, yeah, you may put out content and you may put out your YouTube videos. But, but the minute YouTube you. <laughs> says you don't want, I don't want you on here no more. Half court's gone. You're gone. Yeah. You know, but now Web3, think of it as owned by the people. So the land, the billboards that advertise, the way information is processed. I mean, you still got to build up your brands to be as big as those. Because CNN and all these people are going to take plays in the metaverse right, as well. Everyone take, yeah. is. Everyone's trying to get ahead to the technology. But it's still going to be an internet owned by the people. Now you can own assets. You can own things. And I mean, I, I, we probably can't even think of the capabilities in the business UK use cases yet until you dive into more of each business and how you can disrupt it. Bro. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, because I was like curious, like as far as the Oculus, I was like, how I'm curious to see how content is going to be created in the Oculus. I think world. that's going to be more immersive yeah. and the augmented is just going to make things easier in life. Like because it's like, damn, like if I can get a swing of it, I love doing content. I love creating it and grabbing a camera. So it's like, how can I take advantage? Like, is yeah. it going to be to the point where people are here with me while we do this podcast? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I want to definitely get into that. And to me, like, I'm going to show you this clip real quick because I know you fuck with NBA basketball and stuff. Um they call this the Nets are the first NBA team to uh, uh, integrate this. They, they, they're calling it the Netiverse. So what it is, it's like I want to say it's like 300 cameras. And it's like 2K where you're going in. Bro. Bro, courtside is changing. So now think about it. You're at home for $9.99. I'm going to watch the game tonight with my boy courtside. Or we're going to fly around the fuck and watch Bro, the game that together. Is my, like that to me was mind blowing. And I'll put a clip here on the screen if you guys want to check it out. But when I seen that, I was like, I saw we it. are in the future bro yeah. like and you know how many 9.99 tickets are gonna sell yeah everyone's gonna want to watch the game it's basically gonna be better than watching it in the court yeah because you're gonna be able to walk and lebron's gonna be dribbling through you yeah about to dunk and Very. no one's gonna see your avatar but you and your boy are gonna see each other it's crazy because it's like it's a lot of cameras and like they have people behind it and i think that's something that the NBA is always thinking ahead on how can they keep the fans involved. And I, I like that shit. Yeah. I like that. I think eventually we're going to get to the point where, like, there's exclusive NBA tickets with NFT and blockchain. Like, you go to Dallas game and you get to meet Mark Cuban or some shit right. like that. Like, ooh, sure. That's sure. mind-blowing sure. to me. Or you, get, you just get an NFT with your regular $200 ticket that you always purchase. And, yeah, throughout the season, 50 of those NFTs mean nothing. People just see digitally that, damn, he goes to a lot of Mavericks games. But that's all it is, except for 51 when Luka drops 100 points and you are at that game and he breaks an all-time record. And everyone's like, well, I want everyone to see that I was at that game and own the ticket the stub. You have the proof. Even though I wasn't there. So I'm going to pay you for it so I can show digitally that I – and people are like, well, why would – people want to flex with digital items like i don't know why do people want a blue check mark you know what i mean that's exactly what it so it's is like, I think that's, it's like bro people are gonna flex with digital items that's gonna be the new flex you know me ignorant me was like the fuck like what is the point of buying digital stuff in the digital world but it, now if you think about it the kids right when they buy a fortnite skin they want to flex it they to their friends flex. or the new dance yeah they want to flex that shit it's like that it clicked to me i was Boom. like that makes Boom. perfect sense. And now sense. everyone puts Bored Ape on their Twitter. You know? Should I like put you my FaceTime fly on my Twitter? You know? Yeah, it's like a flag. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro, that is fucking... So it's all about status. That's what it comes down to, right? It, it's like anything else. Right. You know what I mean? But that And that's a piece of it. Don't get me wrong. That's just a piece of it. But 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 it, it, it contradicts the argument that people have 
about, oh, I don't get it. Why? It's the same internet thing. Like, why would you ever put your card information online? Like, you're crazy. You're Now everyone buys the stuff on their phone. Everyone, No, know. even when so the internet just, was a thing, yeah. it's like, people post a selfie. like, why would you post a selfie? Like, yeah. that's like, <laughs> yeah. that's creepy. Like, that's just, you know, people like. Anyone can see like, you. Yeah, no, everyone. Yeah. And now that's the thing, you know. Dinner, so. breakfast, lunch. Yeah. Damn, bro. This it's definitely crazy. has been the podcast. Like, yeah, it's like that, a lot. Like I'm trying to process all and bro, this stuff. And, and, and brands that you've loved your whole life that you would be like, I'd invest in that brand. If they're going to adapt and not die, they're going to be like everyone else, the NBA, and they're going to get involved in this metaverse thing and this NFT thing. So uh, since we're going in a digital world, all these brands are going to have digital representation. Follow the brands you like. The minute they launch Study that digital them. representation, buy it. Like I was on, I, I, you know, I just followed Gap because the easy thing that I had followed them on Instagram. Then all of a sudden I seen Gap was launching an NFT project that, bro. and it was eight bucks. It was $8 and 33 cents. So, okay. When I seen that, I seen that and I was going to, I, I get so sidetracked in and that messes me up because I seen it and I was going to look into it, but I was like, why would I want an NFT from Gap? Cause I seen it yeah. and you were like, oh, seven bucks. And, and I had the same thought. I was like, but and why? My thought, my thought was like, well, fuck, if Ye puts on a digital com a digital uh, uh, concert, which everyone's been putting on digital concerts, I'm like, he puts it on and he has a Gap hoodie on his avatar because he can wear it. Like, boom, I just bought it for eight bucks and now everyone wants to own the hoodie that, you know, I don't know. But for eight bucks, it was so easy for me to say yes. Oh. Because it's the first time Gap had actually put something on the internet, and that brand is going to be around. Into, they stepped into they that stepped space. into it like, exactly. Yeah. So that's uh. even the whole first appearance thing gets me like Adidas. What's the first shoe? Nike. What's the first? Because I think when the metaverse is sound, everyone's going to go back, and they're going to be like, "What was the first thing Nike put out? What was the first thing Gap? You know, the big brand, and, and you're going to own it, and you're going to bought it for eight bucks, bro. Wow. Who wants? I mean, they're probably one of the first hoodie lines that you can wear in the metaverse. You know what I mean? I haven't seen a bunch of other hoodie lines come out with NFTs, yeah. so it's like, could be a thing, you know? And the minute somebody, one per and again, they're paired in the wind with you, they don't want that project to die. Mm -hmm. They always want to get residual royalties. And I've been, I've heard talks of like, they're going to send us free sweaters every time sweaters come out now in Gap. So you just get the free sample with your size. Mm -hmm. Well, now everyone knows I get a free sample every winter and, you know, maybe they want to buy it for 2000 from me. And maybe mm -hmm. I want to sell it because I bought it for eight bucks. You know, I don't know. Okay. So how does one, I'm going to ask you this question. Let's say you have to start from zero, your company went bankrupt, whatever the case is, and you got to start from zero. Where do you start? What do you do? I, I, I you lost everything it. in the crypto. You lost your, you know, your, I, I was, your, I was, I, I love that. I love that. Cause like, honestly, that'd be like the biggest let's go, you know, but I, I would just use, no one could take what you know. Right. So for one, my business knowledge, I can go into I know I can go into any tribe and improve their bottom line. So, you know, maybe I had to go make some money to invest then. Right. So I'd either do that. Um, I was just talking to a boy today, you know, doubling down on this space like you, you can do a 10 minute YouTube video now and learn how to make uh, an NFT on the Ethereum network. So do that. And then all of a sudden, now that you understand and I'm ahead of the game and understand the, the contract aspect, I go to the cat shelter in town, the best one around. And I'm like, you know what, guys, I'm going to work for you guys for free and I'm going to create you guys a new stream of revenue. They're going to look at me and be like, OK, <laughs> do it. You know what I mean? 
Now, all of a sudden, every cat that gets taken away by an owner and gets adopted, I take a cool little cute picture of the cat and I launch an NFT that that person now keeps. And then there's a royalty fee that is if you buy that picture of that cat that got donated, the royalty goes back to the shelter. And then you use their internal, you know, marketing team, their internal who, who gets the word out today, use all their infrastructure to promote that NFT project and then take a little royalty for yourself. Like there's money to be made out oh, there. Bro. But do it and understand it. And now the people, people love kitties. All of a sudden, you're the first one, and they know the money's going to the shelter, and it's the it's best a win shelter. Win. You, get, it's a you get your, you know, and then you get a little two percent for running the ops and creating them a new stream of revenue. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. There's ideas out. You just gotta grind. Like if I went to zero, let's go. <laughs> that is wild, bro. I like that idea because it's like it, it definitely. It, and that's just one. That's like, one. That's as you get involved and you understand this part, you can go to any business. And it's like the Netflix thing. Like if you're going to a business and telling them, let me add more revenue to your bucket. Like who's going to say no? Try kid. The whole Netflix you know I mean? thing to me is like their story is just mind blowing. Like they went yeah. to Blockbuster. They Hastings, and they're like, nah, they got all, shut yeah. down quick. And Red it's Box. like, it's like now they're like an empire. You know what they're I'm saying? And, like, and it's crazy to me. Like. Even just looking at how the market moves, like I think they bought Friends for like two hundred million or some shit. Like that to me is ridiculous. Like the yeah. show Friends, yeah, that, that that one was a big one. The big movements that and stuff, was, like yeah. like okay, they bought that for two hundred million, but how much are they gonna make by just showing it to the subscribers? You know, like to me, that's like wow. And when the you're thinking these, about a timeless classic, like there's gonna be kids born today that are gonna be twenty years old and be like. This old vintage show is cool. Yeah. I know some people that watch like old old school like old school movies. I'm like, bro, how do you still watch that? If it's a timeless classic, it's a classic. Yeah. And Net Netflix gets cloud and streaming, so that's brilliant. I like I like to see how these big companies move because they're smart. Yeah. I feel like yeah, like I said, when it comes to those stocks, Apple's definitely a one. And I was leaning towards Tesla, but Tesla's like. Ah, it's like it kind of fluctuates. It sometimes have bad press, and I know he's Elon is definitely onto big things. You know, yeah. this guy is yeah. running three big companies. Like, I mean, the biggest thing you got to look at is we just approved. Uh, you know, what is it? A hundred trillion dollars going green. Everything's going to be EV. They're going to stop electric uh, uh, gas vehicles in California in 2025. Only electric purchase only. 2025. Really? We're talking three years. You can't buy a gas car. Really? No new Ford. Shit. Really? Like this is a law. Like, this is going to happen first in California. So if you're that, you're looking at that, and you're looking at, okay, electric vehicles is the future. Now our company just, I mean, our, so, our country just said $100 trillion, and you're looking at the company that was first to market? Like, so that might damn. be just, they're going to go through volatility for sure, but just average dollar, dollar cost average in. Damn, that's interesting because you got, you know, you got those people that are like, oh, I want a motor car, like, uh, fuck electric, I don't, you know. So I think that's going to cause where it's like, more people to move out of it like uh, but who knows who knows i mean and i think i really think the uber rich will still end up owning like classic cars yeah. in the future but like you know if these evs you know if they if they if they make more sense you know with autonomous if autonomous becomes a thing i think the law really just comes down to being better for the earth right but like also the u.s could then all of a sudden because it could still be affordable to own both even if that's the law and you're a rebel but then all of a sudden the u.s and opec get out of line and now we don't buy that much because it's all electric and then now gallons of gas go to like if you are the uber rich it's because gallons of gas are 150 dollars a gallon 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what if that happens and it now forces the people to go electric? I really think electric is the future regardless. So Tesla's first to market with that and they've proven to be successful. They've, if you've, they started it. They, yeah. Nobody they, was, yeah. everybody was afraid like to jump yeah. into that space yeah. and like Tesla was like, I'm going to do it. And yeah. I, I thought when you talk about electric cars, I think about Tesla's. Yeah. I think you, you need know. Tesla exposure, you know, if you're in the market. Interesting. But the S&P 500, again, it has Tesla, it has the best 500 countries and it rotates all the time. So buying the S&P or index that traces it. Yeah. It's a good move. Can't go wrong. Can't go, really wrong. can't go wrong. Yeah. But if you're, and, and if you're looking for 10x, 20x gains on other little bit of money, go crypto and NFTs. Like right now, the best thing I could say you could do if you're in college, like if you want to continue your college and you know you want to be a doctor, an engineer, keep doing it, whatever. But take the extra like 50 hours the next two weeks in your dorm room, just dive into NFTs because I think in the future, there's going to be so many as the technology starts to get adapted on a more mass mass scale. And it'll happen with Ethereum, going to Ethereum 2.0, no gas fees, all that stuff. Um, that's where you're going to make your money. It's kind of like a developer in the, in the internet. Are they getting days. away with the gas fees? Because those can yeah, fuck so, you so, up. So ETH2, ETH2 is a proof of stake. They've just taken a while to go to proof of stake. So like it kind of sucks because if you got into crypto and you're like, bro, we're going to buy a big ass warehouse and 60,000 miners and we're going to mine Ethereum. Well, now there's no more mining. So that was the purpose of mining is those gas fees? So, so mining, mining was the purpose of how blockchain started. Blockchain started through proof of work, which was a, a, a network of systems and computers that validated the network. That's how it works today, right? Well, Cardano, the, the co-founder of Ethereum, broke off and, and made proof of stake. Now there's another company called Solana that came out, and it's proof of stake and proof of history. Well, proof of stake just allows uh, the computers not to have to mine and validate anymore. It's actually proven by the coins, amount of coins you own. So it kind of comparable to a stock and how many shares you own you have more say oh. so uh ethereum 2.0 is going to that and and Gar i hadn't seen immutable x yet immutable x is the is the platform that it'll, it'll be a marketplace on ethereum but uh gary gary v launched his book games on there and i seen how cool it was because if you trade nfts on OpenSea, like you're paying sometimes during the gas fees like 300 bucks you know 100 bucks and it's not relative to to how much you're trading like if their nft is worth a million it could be worth 10 bucks or a million you're still playing the 300 just because mm -hmm. gas is high at the time the computers are working extra but uh but this immutable x bro you can trade in and out gary i, I know everything's gonna go to that and you're gonna be able to trade it and you know crypto is just developing and the tech's getting better just like it was with the internet and the internet got better it's the same way with blockchain blockchain and and developers that was a huge you know when you're in college in the 90s it was like become a software developer you're gonna kill it and a lot of them did and i think now it's like get into nfts and create how to develop that and if you're an artist now understand that you can just put this stuff into the world for very cheap and it may not do anything for the first three years but all of a sudden you get seen by the right person that buys it and your shit blows up and you you can do it for minimal like if you're an artist now you can put your stuff out there for nothing and, it, and blockchain gives back to the creators so it's cool damn yeah. bro this was one hell of a podcast bro i'm gonna close it we've been here yeah. for an hour appreciate you for taking bro, the time bro yeah we're gonna chop it up uh we're gonna get you all set up on vv right now bro for real i'm about to do that right now uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. This was a very informative podcast. Um, one more thing, bro, before we close this. Um, you're very low-key on social media. I do like that. I do like that. Is there a purpose behind it? 
You know, not really. Because I it's just, like you're not like really. You don't I, need social media to benefit. Like for me, I need it because of the you know I promote my podcast boom, and stuff. Exactly. I don't need it. I don't need it to okay. like create my my brand. I don't really. Okay. So then it's I don't like social media. Yeah, like I'm already yeah. and I'm I do. Over it. I still do. You know what I'm saying? But it's more like I, I get better satisfaction out of sending the personal snaps or the personal messages right, right. or the or the groups. You know what I mean? But other than that, it's like and then I forget. You know, most of the time. But yeah, you're right. If if I owned a business, you know tribe my tribes are set you know they're not it's not a b2b you know so yeah that's that's probably the biggest reason okay so you're not on it that much i'm just not on it that much i'm and when i am on it i'm on it's an in and out kind of thing i'm well i'm on it for research like twitter Ah, like i've been heavy on twitter a lot lately you said uh, reddit is reddit a good spot for that uh, so i haven't been on reddit as much i was on reddit more with stocks twitter discord Discord, I see Twitter that. Twitter and Discord, bro. The, uh, the V friends, you can just get in the V friends Discord. You can I'm get there, in the I'm VV there. Discord. You can get in the. So I'll just like when I'm on VV and I'm like, well, what's pumping? I'll go in the little Discord and be like, yo, what's what is everybody pumping out there? What's everybody just throwing yeah, some head, an And idea. then you get some R and D through people that are heavy because usually the people that are involved in one of the projects, they're in that thing all day, you know, and they're talking about what they're buying or what they're. So it's good R and D. Okay. But yeah, that's wow. so that's really what I use social for okay. or my close group. But then again, that's when you get the I'm in I, I just went to Dallas for the Niner game, big Niner fan. Oh. I didn't even post that I was there. Bro. You know, I didn't even but there was a few people I was telling like, bro, and I had one of my friends and I'm holding it. That was like, a game, bro. Was that was a game. one hell of a game, bro. A game. Sorry for the cowboy fans, man. Sorry for the cowboy fans. I don't know why I became a hater. I think it's just like they're just too like cowboy fans are too delusional. That's probably why I became delusional. a I became a hater. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like I enjoyed that game. I mean, I enjoy idealists, but we got to keep it real. So simple. you're the uh, 49 er 49ers, yeah. Big yeah. Niner fans. So I was okay. Yeah, Where do you think they're, they're going? Green Bay, baby. We're going to Lambeau. We're going to take down Aaron Rodgers. We always got his card. You know, he grew up wanting to be a Niner. Yeah. So I think I think we got him. But I don't know. I, I can't. I don't want to get can't over Can't underestimate. Yeah, bro. It's, it's Green Bay. But it's snowing and it's super cold. And mm-hmm. I think that favors us because we're, mm-hmm. we're better with the run. Their run defense isn't as good. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is you, great with the pass. You like to go to a lot of sports. Yeah. yeah you fuck with the sports. I fuck with experiences. Yeah. 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 And bro. And, That's and, like an experience, huh? Yeah. Like, bro, I had never seen my team play in the, in the playoffs. I've won a candlestick and I've gone How to. How was the uh, atmosphere? Like crazy, huh? Bro, it was so sick. Yeah. Seeing your ah, team play in the playoffs. Yeah, and then I, I'm able to get a good ticket. Bro. You know? I you mean, didn't do the box? Yeah. No, I didn't get a box. No, bro, you, you, you always do the box, huh? Nah, that so shit is like. That's ball shit, bro. That's a That's based on my network. Like people I've known. Like I went to Lambo this year, actually. Yeah. I was in the box with uh, with Bob Dunn. He's yeah. the, he's the one that did the whole expansion. But it was only because I had relationships with with the tribe at Ho Chunk and one of my best friends, Braveheart, introduced me. I sat in on a on a meeting between them and Amazon. They're trying to get the Alexas and all the hotel rooms. Yeah. So they took us to the suite. So I didn't. Mind, I'm not saying I bought that thing, but, but it's yeah. network. But, that was your network. Ne- it was my network. Yeah. That to me is like yeah. shit. Like yeah. I'm trying to get to that level. Like one of my OU goals. Games. Yeah. One of my goals is to be able to sit courtside uh, Thunder games. Like. Boom. You know, be the next Spike Lee of Thunder. Fuck yeah. it. You know, like, yeah. that's what I want to do. I like that shit. Yeah. And I, I, to me, it's interesting. Like, the box is going to the, like, OU games, football games and stuff. I, I enjoy love sporting so, events. Yeah. And yeah. I want to check out, like, uh, Formula One. One of my boys went yeah. to the Austin one this year. Yeah. Said it was a blast. So, like, Formula One races are an event. You know, they they, they think the cheapest table he said there was, like, 10 grand. He said he uh, talked to the bouncer, got him to let him in. He's like, look, bro, you're making not that much. I can't get in because I can't afford that. 
that. And he was, because he had asked the ladies, like, bro, I paid $500 to get it. She's like, that's the cheapest ticket to get in here. Next thing you know, he, like, Venmo's the, the dude at the line, like, 100 bucks, and he sneaks into these tables. He was, like, everyone's. I think Travis Scott had performed there, too, at, at the Formula so One he in got, Austin. Damn. He got it. And, like, it's cool because, you know, what I've always wanted to do, too, is, like, an NBA All-Star game. It's just oh, like a group, yeah. you know, you fly to Charlotte, you see all the All-Stars. It's just competition. A, yeah, dunk competition, oh, three-point. I like events like that. Experiences bruh, like that, you got to do real. once. Fuck. You got to do once. Damn, yeah. bro. And that's one of my things, bro. It's like, that's really why I want to hustle and grind. It's not Ooh, really about the money. It's, it's about the experience. Yeah. You know, it's There's like. some stuff I haven't felt yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. So that's definitely one. And just traveling the world, bro. Like, going to Tokyo. Like, that's on the other side of the goddamn world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. Those sporting events and stuff. Might like, end up doing a Tokyo bath. Bro, <laughs> they got those too. <laughs> no, I, don't I was gonna know. say like, oh shit. No, I'm just like yeah, with bro, you. that too. I'm just, just with you. yeah, bro, being able to like just chop it up and meet entrepreneurs. Like, yeah. I would love to interview Gary V. Chop it up with him. You know, I can't what I'm wait saying? to have this call. Russ. I'm a little nervous. Fuck yeah. Bro, how, how long is that call? It's five minutes. Five minutes? But he's been going, like, I've been seeing, there's, in our group, people will post their calls. So I guess right after they record it and they send it to you. Um, but he'll go, like, seven. I've seen him go, like, seven. I don't think he really, he just, you know what I mean? Right, he's just. But he does have a few of them back to back to back because he schedules them, like, two days. So there's there's 85 holders in my group. Yeah. So, and he did it between two days. So the first calls went out in November. I chose to do the second call in February. I just felt it was closer to VCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was better, so. It's gonna be interesting oh, though, bro. Yeah. You gonna you gonna go to Vcon and meet him too? Vcon, yeah. Is that gonna be your first time meeting him? Yeah, like face to face, face to face. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've never met him before. So Vcon only only the holders, which is only ten thousand two hundred fifty five. I think he added some extra tickets in there. Um, but he his his whole plan is to uh, is to meet every holder at Vcon. And what was cool was I seen on uh, on our Discord, they were like, hey, Gary, so, like, if VCon is, like, South by Southwest and all these, like, a collaboration of all these conferences, what is uh, your Royal Rumble? And he was like, access tokens. Uh, so I have an access token. I think wow. out of the whole collection, there's, like, 185 access tokens. So my hope is that, like, he has some of his closest network friends. Yeah. And I've heard rumors, like, we'll all go in a room and, like, share a mic and, like, talk. And a hundred-person room with him and, like, maybe Cuban or something like that would uh -huh. be epic. Epic. So yeah. hopefully, you know. Damn, I'm with you. I'm, I'm big. I need to be – see, I need to pay more attention. And it goes back to, like, I go on social media, post my stuff, and I'm out. So, like, I need to pay more attention to, like, especially, like, people like Gary Vee because I'm a big Gary Vee fan. I've always, yeah. like, listened to him. He always talks about eat shit. Do your shit. Don't, you know, fuck everybody. And, yeah. like, to me, that's big. So, like, I need to pay more attention to that. Because if I get an opportunity like that where it's, like, I get to, like, chop it up with him, I think that's. Yeah. So. And, and if you want to learn in this space, he's putting out just gems yeah. all the time. All the time. Bro, it's wild, bro. I'm excited for that trip for you, bro. You're going to fucking kill it, bro. Yeah. I feel like you are, bro. Yeah, so. we're going to have to do a podcast at the end of the year. Again yeah, kind of for sure, up. bro. So, let's go ahead and wrap this up, bro. I appreciate it, man. And uh, y'all stay tuned. Peace. Go.